Now we come to the mental stain of derogation, which is mako in Pali. And derogation can also be called belittling. And what it is, is when we have contempt for another person, that we have a very strong dislike or anger towards them. But how it manifests is when we want to erase some of their good qualities or we want to minimise their good qualities, lessen them in, in terms of how they appear to others. And inadvertently, we are raising ourselves. Usually, a person has success or they've gained something or they've been praised for something and maybe we don't we don't like it and so we feel that we're justified in saying they don't deserve it for this kind of reason and we diminish their good quality what we don't see is that they have certain qualities but when we derogate we remove all of it so derogation is linked to derogatory statements, belittling statements, statements that make others feel less or tell others to make them believe less of another person. And when we do that, we paint a very broad brush about the people. We erase all the qualities, not just one part of it, all of it. And usually, underneath, we're saying we could do it better, we're more deserving, we're more capable, it should have been us. And I think if we go through some examples, it probably helps. Because normally this is like looking down our nose at someone for their success, for their gain. And so what it sounds like, like in a school situation, it could be, Someone's been appointed as the school prefect or school captain. And so you say to other people, or you think in your mind, oh, that person doesn't deserve to be the prefect or to be nominated as the school captain. They don't lead very well at all. In fact, they have no leadership skills. And so in this example, we're erasing all their leadership skills. We are saying that we don't they don't deserve to be appointed to that prefect or captain and so they might have some leadership skills but we've said that they have none and so we've erased some of their good qualities by doing that another example could be no that person shouldn't have been given a spot on our sports team their skill isn't good enough they're a terrible person at that and so whether it's tennis or cricket or basketball or badminton, whatever the sport is, when you say that about a person, you're raising whatever skill they have by saying that they're not good enough. So they must have been good to have been selected or to have been able to try out, but you're just erasing all of it. Or at home, it could be about parents or grandparents or other relatives or even siblings, and you say, and I'll give the example of a father. And you say, Dad never listens to me. He just never listens to me and I hate it. 
And within that statement, you don't see all the times that he has listened to you. Because you're angry with him or resentful, you're painting this brush that says he never listens. And it's not true. And so sometimes there are untruths inside derogation. And there's also wanting to be correct or wanting something for yourself within it as well. And so there's an unkindness within it. So think about your own examples where you can belittle people in your lives, people in your family, brothers and sisters, parents, grandparents, aunties, uncles, cousins, maybe friends, maybe teachers, people you play sports with, people you do things with, work, colleagues, subordinates, uh, people who are your bosses. Have a think about your own examples for a few moments. Again, with this mental stain, what you find is that the mind is not in a very happy place. It's like you have a lot of enemies in your mind. The same thing applies to hostility, to anger, to ill will. It's like we have lots of enemies in our minds. Lots of complaints, lots of grumbles, a lot of unhappy thoughts. Lots of negative thoughts. And it's not very nice towards others. And in this particular mental stain of derogation, there's no kindness towards other people's gains, other people's successes. Maybe sometimes we want those things for ourselves. And when you think about this quality, this negative quality in our minds, it makes it very difficult for us to be happy for another person. So when it comes to later on wanting to cultivate mudita, which is sympathetic joy, being happy for others, for their goodness, for their gains, for their successes, we, we are limited from doing that because derogation is a block towards that. When we derogate or belittle others, there is no chance that we can be happy for others. And so that's one very good reason to want to abandon this. Not only that, if you know somebody is having these kinds of thoughts towards other people or towards you, you wouldn't like it. And so if other people know that we have this towards them, or to other people, it's not a very good quality to have. People wouldn't like us for having this kind of mind state or even actions that flow on from this mind state. 
they would probably label us as not very nice people, that we cannot be happy for other people. Maybe we are spoil sports, sore losers. And maybe it's true when we cultivate this kind of mind state. And so let's make an effort, make a strong intention to abandon this kind of mind state, to let go of all the enemies in our mind, to make an intention to be happy for others, to relax the mind around other people, to be more generous in our minds. And immediately the mind gets more friendly, it gets more spacious and calm and gentle. And gradually the mind gets more happy when it is absent of derogation, belittling, looking down on others, taking away their good points. When we no longer do that, the mind can be happy.